Hello friends, this is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable and it is time for our weekly Bible study right here on our website. We're glad that you have joined us today uh, and we pray that this teaching will be a blessing to you. We know it will if you will take the Word of God to heart, not just in your mind, but deep in your heart. Let the seed of the, the Holy Word of God just be sown deep in the good ground of your heart it'll bring forth fruit 30 60 and a hundredfold and one of the fruit one of the products of the word and the spirit of god working in our life is peace and it is a warrior peace it's not a peace uh, that comes from uh, everything just being perfect in our life and every road being smooth it's a peace in the midst of the storms of life amen that's why we've titled our message today amen the Storms of life are raging, but God is in control. <laughs> the storms of life are raging, but God is in control. This is an important teaching today because the storm isn't going to just suddenly cease. It's going to continue. As long as we live in faulty bodies, as long as we live in a fallen world, in this world, we're going to experience tribulation because of the fall and because of our foe. We have an enemy. He's very real. He's not to be, uh, we, we're not to be uh, just panic stricken and, and filled with fear, but we need to recognize that we have a formidable foe and we should not fear him, but we should be, as the Bible teaches us, be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walketh about as a roaring lion, a hungry lion, seeking whom he may devour. Listen, I want to be in a position and a posture of faith and faithfulness to God that I don't give place to Him. And I'm going to tell you, we, we, there was a song came out of the mission fields, uh, from I don't know which, uh, Caribbean country it came from, but we used to sing it in our church. Shut the door. Keep out the devil, shut the door, leave the devil in the night. Shut the door, the door, keep out the devil. Light the candle, everything's all right. Light the candle, everything's all right. Now you can turn your radio back up now. (laughs) Amen. We're going to teach in just a moment. Just before we get into this message, uh, I want to make an announcement. For the month of April, we're going to be meeting in Brandon, just about a block from the Brandon Hospital, just about two blocks off of Highway 60, Parsons Avenue, uh, as you turn uh, south on Parsons to West Robinson. Uh, there's an ice cream place right there on the corner. My wife noticed that first thing. Amen. And you just go about a block and a half. And at 324, it's an event, an event uh, a place, 324 West Robertson. Uh, the doors will open at 10.30 so we can set up and start 
promptly at 11 a.m. We'd love to see you there if you're in the vicinity, if you're one of our regular attendees, if you are uh, have kind of scattered because COVID scattered us, we would love to have you come back and as we push the reset button and go forward with this ministry as God directs us into the future. Praise God. There is a, a an air purifier that circulates that room. It's twice as big as the room. It will cover that much. It does it every hour and it purifies and sanitizes the air. We'll be able to distance, socially distance. We can sit where we choose, in other words. Uh, you won't be packed in. There's plenty of room. And uh, there's not just room at the cross for you, friend. There's room in church for you. And we're going to turn this event center into quite an event when we begin to worship God. It's going to become holy, holy ground. I guarantee you, because when two or more of us gather in his name, he says, there am I in the midst of them. I'm expecting Jesus to be mightily manifest in our midst. I'm not talking about visibly. I'm talking about spiritually present with us. Hallelujah. Amen. So come and be with us if you can, uh, beginning at 11 o'clock for the service. 1030, the doors will open. 324 West Robertson Avenue in uh, Brandon, Florida. If you come Parsons, if you come 60 to Parsons, turn south on Parsons to Robertson and then turn right on Robertson. And uh, just a block and a half, you'll see us. You'll see us. Amen. Plenty of parking. Come and be with us if you can. And now, Riding out the storms of life, weathering the storms of life. The storm is raging. The storms of life are raging. Not just because it's the end time, but because it does it all the time, but especially in the end time. But God is in control. I love the song before we go to the scripture and we're going to be going to a scripture that I quote often uh, to teach a little bit on today. John 16 and verse 33. John 16 and verse 33. I love the storm, uh, storm. I love the song about the storms of life, uh, that says Jesus is the master of the winds. And I'm just going to read a verse from that to set a tone for this teaching today. My boat of life sails on a troubled sea. Ever there's a wind in my sail. But I have a friend who watches over me when the breeze turns into a gale. I know the master of the wind. I know the maker of the rain. He can calm the storm and make the sun to shine again. I know the master of the wind. I like the second verse. I'd like to go ahead and read it. Sometimes I soar like an eagle to the highs. Among the peaks my soul can be found. An unexpected storm may drive me from the highs. But it will never It may bring me low, but it will never bring me down. Hallelujah. I want to be able to sing that second verse. I know the master of the winds. And because I know him, 
and I know his faithfulness, and I know his love, and I know his power. Praise God. These storms may bring us low, my dear friend, but if we will keep our trust in him, the master of the winds, it will never bring us down. Glory be to God. Well, let's look at John 16 in verse 33. Jesus said, These things I've spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Praise God. This word tribulation, thelpsis, means pressure, anguish, affliction, burden, persecution, trouble, Tribulation. This is not the great tribulation, the seven years of, of judgment all compacted into a seven year period, particularly uh, in the last three and a half when the plagues and bowls and trumpets and angels are, are, are involved in the judging of the earth and the wicked in the earth. This is the, this is the problems and pressures of life of living in a folly world with an enemy that is set himself against us. And Jesus said, you can expect trouble in this world, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. What a comforting message Jesus gives us. Peace in the midst of the storm, in him and him alone. An exhortation to be cheerful in spite of the pressures of life and the storms of life. I'm going to read this from the Amplified. It says, Jesus speaking once again, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you have tribulation and trials and distresses and frustration. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident, certain, and undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you. I like the old Phillips translation that says, Never lose heart. I have conquered the world. And friend, he didn't do it for himself. He did it for you and he did it for me. He didn't have to come down here and die on the cross to be Lord. He is Lord. He is one with God. Amen. The Bible said there's nothing made that he didn't make. He was with God in creation. Amen. He's the second person of the Godhead. He was God made flesh dwelling among us, Emmanuel. And he holds all power in heaven and earth. That's the reason he's a comforting Christ, because he's a conquering Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. The scripture goes on to say, uh, and don't permit yourself to be fearful and intimidated, cowardly and unsettled. This is what Jesus is saying. Christ's peace, my peace, I give unto you my peace. Listen to how he says it in John 14 in verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you, not as the world giveth, give I you. 
Let not your heart, don't let your heart, don't permit it, don't allow it, don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, Jesus is saying that we have, we have some control over our own mind, our own thoughts. We can choose to think on the things that will produce the fear, the uncertainty, the doubt, the discouragement. We, we can choose to think on those things. We can fill our mind with, with the bad news that, that is occurring around the world every single day. Or we can get in the Word of God and get the good news. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, the, the Apostle Paul put it this way. Finally, my brother. He's summing it all up. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are holy, whatsoever things are lovely, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. It's about focusing. You see, Jesus says you can, you cannot let your heart be troubled by focusing on that that will bring faith and consolation and comfort and confidence. <laughs> Hallelujah. And courage to our life. You see, Christ's peace, His very own peace, He now provides and promises to His children. The Amplified says, My own peace I now give and bequeath to you, not as the world gives do I give you. Do not let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed, and do not permit yourself to be fearful and intimidated, cowardly and unsettled. There is a reason for that, and the reason is because God is in control. The storm is raging, but God is in control. Jesus said, I have faced everything you're going to face in this world, and I have overcome it, and I have went before you, praise God, to lead us into victory. I want to read the Apostles' acknowledgement of the sovereignty and authority and the power of God over all the circumstances that seem to be so overwhelming to them out of Acts chapter 4, beginning with verse 24. Let's read this together today. It says that, and this is when they were, they were really told not to preach or teach any more in the name of Jesus, threaten them with death, threaten them with beatings, threaten them with imprisonment. And it says, And they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, Thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is. Praise God. That's acknowledging the person and power of God. Who by the mouth, verse 25, of thy servant David hath said, Why did the heathen rage, and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together. 
Listen to verse 28, the sovereignty of God. For to do whatsoever, listen, it seemed like all of these enemies coming together to overcome, amen, God's person and God's purpose for His person that He sent, His own Son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. All these people gathered together, all of these high-ranking, powerful kings and, 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 and mighty ones and all, of course, all the demons of hell and the devil himself. Listen to verse 28. For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. You see, when it looked like everything was out of control, God was still in control. That's an important, important principle if we're going to have peace in the midst of the storm. <laughs> the storm is going to rage. And mi- listen, Jesus has power over the storm. Don't don't make no mistake about it. When Jesus was in the bow of the ship and the storm got so bad, he was asleep <laughs> and it looked like they were going to be capsized by by the storm and they ran to Jesus and they said, "Master, See, he's the master of the winds. Don't you care that we perish? <laughs> and Jesus said, Jesus said, where, where, where's, where's your faith? Where's your faith? I, I, I really don't believe he meant, why don't you just speak to the wind? Jesus is the master of the wind. And we look to Jesus as the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. I believe what he, what he was saying to them was because of what they had just said to him. Master, don't you care that we perish? It's one of the things we may feel and Satan may lie and say when storms are on and, and we're wondering why is this storm occurring? Why is this happening? Why is God allowing it to happen? Listen, friend of mine, there is a purpose for everything under heaven, a time and a purpose for everything. Amen. Listen, thy hand and thy counsel determine before to be done. What is happening is not because God is a, is not in control. It, 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 it's not because the devil has control. Even though everything seems to be out of control, God was in fact still in control. Praise God. Amen. I like the Amplified where it says to carry out all that your hand and your will and your purpose had predestined and predetermined should occur. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, verse 29. See the boldness that is coming in the midst of these overwhelming seeming circumstances? And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness we may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. I call this holy boldness. How about you? The last thing the devil expects is holy boldness to occur in the midst of of a hurricane wind that looks like it's going to blow us away. <laughs> Listen, when they prayed in this holy boldness, giving God a scribe, 
ascribing to God sovereign power and the ability to carry out His purpose in the face of all of the opposition and circumstances. Verse 31 said, And when they had prayed like this, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. These were spirit-baptized people. But He's rising up now within them. And they spake the Word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. You know, there's a scripture in the Old Testament that says, that says, The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Glory be to God. Looking back at all the negative events, the apparent defeats, the seemingly helplessness of Christ in Pilate's hall, the hopelessness of his, his death on the cross, they were devastated. But after the resurrection, they realized God was in the storm. Hallelujah. Now the pressure is being brought to bear upon them. Their response was based upon the certainty that God is in control. He has all power in heaven and earth, and they were bold and they were confident. They realized they were involved in God's eternal plan, His divine purpose. Let the storm then blow on. Let the flood tide rise. God is still God, and His will will still be done on earth as it is in heaven. And the devil cannot stop it. And the kings of the earth (laughs) that stood up against God and His Christ, they couldn't stop it. And the circumstance couldn't stop it. Praise God. Amen. Listen, God wins His mightiest victories from the grave of an apparent defeat. Our normal human response to the pressures of trial and testings is to flee. Someone said, being tempted does not prove that you're wicked, just proves that you're human. I like what Psalm 55, verse 4 through 8, listen to this. This is where we can get and we will find ourselves at some point. And this is how to not let the trials and tests and storms bring us down. Praise God. Listen, it says, My heart is sore pained. I like the honesty in the Psalms, don't you? My heart is sore pained within me, and the tears of death are fallen on me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. And look at look at our normal human response to this kind of, of circumstance bringing us to this place. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove. For then I would fly away and be at rest. Lo, then I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness. Selah. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. This is our human response to wish the same. Amen. I wish we could go somewhere on this planet. (laughs) But in this world, we have a promise from Christ to prepare us for what's to come. 
you know, they say when babies are born, some of them are born, uh, and, and just the shock of being born, they breathe on their own. But the reason they hold them up and slap them is for them to gasp and take that first breath and then start breathing. A pediatrician that had quite a sense of humor and maybe a little bit of biblical knowledge, amen, of this scripture that I read previously. He said all babies don't need to be slapped to get them to start breathing. But we, even if they're breathing, we slap them anyway to let them know what they're going, what to expect when they grow in life. Friend of mine, Jesus is not slapping us, but he is hitting us with the cold, hard truth. In this world, even as a Christian, storms are going to come. We don't live in a bubble. But he said, I want you to cheer up because I want you to know that I am the master of the winds. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus learned, learned a reputation. He walked to the bow of that ship and he said, peace, be still. And the scripture didn't say the storm began to, to, uh, you know, to, to blow itself out. And, and after a period of time, the white caps became placid and there, there was a, a calm sea. It said, and immediately there was a great calm because the sea heard its creator speak and immediately bowed down. Glory be to God. And people that heard about it and people that experienced it and saw it firsthand said, what manner of man is this? <laughs> Hallelujah. That even the wind and the sea obey him. Well, I'll tell you what manner of man he was. He was God in flesh, God incarnate, and he spoke as the creator to the wind, and he spoke to the waves, and there was a great calm. Now, our expectation is that in every storm of life, God's just going to speak to it and smooth it out. If God doesn't speak to the storm and smooth it out, He will speak to the storm in us that the, within us that the storm without is created. Listen, He will speak to your heart and your mind, peace, be still in the midst of a storm. This is God's provision, not escape every time, but trust. And the result is the same, and that's peace. Listen to what David said, where he came full circle, as I'm using the term recently. In verse 16, after wanting to just escape and get away from it all and hide somewhere, he said, but as for me, I will call upon the Lord, that means I will pray, I will seek Him, I will, I will talk to Him, I will look to Him, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray, and cry aloud, and He shall hear my voice. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. 
for there were many with me. Amen. He's talking about when God is on your side. Amen. God and you make up the majority, no matter how many are coming against you. Amen. And in verse 22, this great scripture now in context that you've heard many times, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer or allow. You see, he's in control, the righteous to be moved. Glory be to God. Amen. I love, I love the fact that God is on the throne and God is on the job and God is on my case. I don't mean getting on to me. Amen. I mean, when I plead my cause, he hears, he listens, he responds. Amen. Hallelujah. I like what the Amplified said. It said, cast your burden upon the Lord. Release the weight of it. Release the weight of it. Satan wants us to flee, to run in panic. (laughs) I run all right. I run to God. I run to Jesus. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it, and we are safe. Amen. Listen. In Psalm 11, David answers all those people that are trying to get him to doubt and to fear. And it says, In the Lord put I my trust. Psalm 11, 1. In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye unto my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain. <laughs> Hallelujah. What are you talking about? I'm not running uh, to hide except in Him. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, friend of mine. Sometimes we do soar, don't we? Like an eagle to the highs among the peaks, my soul can be found. But an unexpected storm may drive me from the highs. It may bring me low, but it will never bring me down. Why? Because I know the master of the winds. I know the maker of the rain. He can calm the storm without, or he can calm the storm within and let the other one rage. (laughs) And he can make the sun to shine again. I know the master of the wind today. Do you know him? Do you know him by name? Do you know his name is Jesus? Hallelujah. Never a man spake like this man. For what manner of man is this, that even the wind and waves obey him? Hallelujah. If you think the devil's got the upper hand because you feel like and it seems like that you are overwhelmed and in a, in a no-win situation, the devil never has the upper hand. Hallelujah. Because our God is able and faithful to make everything work together for good to them that love him and are the called according to His purpose. Praise God. Today, we're having the tribulation, not the great tribulation, but the common tribulation. 
that comes to every person that lives in a faulty body in a fallen world. In this world, you shall have tribulation. It can get you down if you don't acknowledge that Jesus Christ has overcome it in our behalf and made a personal promise to us. Lo, I am with you always. I will never, no, never Yes, that's the emphatic that the actual King James, the Greek, is in. The Aramaic is in. I will never, no, never forsake you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. No, never. Hallelujah. I will go with you. (laughs) Hallelujah. All the way, even to the end of the age. So be of good courage today. Take courage today. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. Amen. Look unto Jesus, who is the author, the finisher of your faith today. And receive the courage you need and the strength you need. There are those of you that have written us and we know your circumstance and what you have faced and what you have come through And your faith is still in God when the devil did everything he could to break that sacred faith and trust. I don't know the answer to all the whys and the wherefores, but I know whom I have believed, as the Apostle Paul said. And I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that that I have committed to him against that day, this day, every day. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm so proud of you that have kept the faith in the midst of the trials, the tests, the tribulation, the doubts, the fears, the questions. But you have kept the faith. And God certainly is going to keep you. He actually said it in His Word, didn't He? Because you have kept the word of my patience, I will keep you from the hour of temptation that is coming to try all the inhabitants of the earth. It's talking about the great tribulation to come. God has promised, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to keep you from it, not through it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Jesus is coming soon. And I can't wait to see him. How about you? Friend of mine, if you don't know Jesus today, you're in this same fallen world. You live as Christians do in this same faulty body. You have a foe, and you have no armor spiritually to face him. You have no defenses spiritually. The scripture says of you that you're without hope and without God in in this world. In this world, with all its hurt, heartache, pain, temptations, pressures, problems. But that can change. And you can not only have the help you need in this world, but you can have a hope for all eternity to live with God because of Jesus. Today I urge you, Don't run from Him. Don't go deeper into the darkness. Don't let the devil take your soul that Jesus has paid such 
a precious price for. Jesus died on the cross for you and for me. He shed his precious blood to save us. And he bids us to come. Whosoever will, let him come. Let him drink of the river of life freely. Let the church say come. Let the bride say come. Whosoever will, let him come. So come to Christ today. Repent of your sin. Receive Jesus as your Savior. And never take another step alone. He will keep His promise to you. He'll take you through this world. And He'll take you home. When our time here is over. And when He comes again. In Jesus' name.